All right, I'm recording, and this means we're officially back. After only how Wait, many months. Hold on, shut up a minute. I gotta play the theme. Shut up a minute. But I think when there it is. Third male, rest assumed the father. It's the theme. It's the dismal pad. Oh yeah, can you hear it? I can hear it. It doesn't sound good on my side, but I can hear it. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin the theme every time we play the theme live. Yeah, I, I don't want to mess with my uh, the buttons I've pushed over here because uh, they've all they all work now, and I sound good and you sound good. So, damn, that was the first live recording of our our theme song by Wade. Well. I mean, it was played live. It was live. We we were live. Live to tape. This yeah. is live to, live to tape, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Well, this is the dismal tide. We're back. I, I technically yes. Well, I don't know. Like no, you technically, we are but, the dismal tide. Like, no, but it's we but are it's certainly. it's recorded and then it's edited. Like you wouldn't call it, like an episode of Seinfeld. Like, do you consider that live to tape? No, no. The way the track. the way yeah, the way that you might consider like you know how uh, say Letterman or something films two episodes on on Thursday, so he doesn't have to work Friday. Like things like that. Mm. Is that true? I think that's true. You, uh, it sounds correct. I don't know. This is that's that's your boy. I don't know much about Letterman. That's true. I'm I'm fairly certain that uh, that they do stuff ahead of time. It doesn't have to work weekends, especially near the end. And it's you know you get. Every time uh, an athlete uh, gets criticized and the contract gets brought up and just like, well, they're paying him enough. And and listen, I got nothing but good things to say about David Letterman. Uh, I, I never shut up about David Letterman. But David Letterman was making like $30 million a year and didn't work weekends. Like <laughs> no, one ever, no one ever asked more of him. Nobody ever said that he owes CBS his life. Uh, before we get too deep into this, we usually forego like any sort of introduction. We ordinarily do not give a shit. But this is the first episode back in six months. In season two, we're in season two now. Season two. Season one was some something like uh, how many? Fifty episodes. Uh, 50, 50, let's go with that. Some some like fifty six episodes of season one. Yeah, yeah. We're like uh, days of our lives. Yeah. Uh, but this is season two. Season two's. Uh, that's ah, gonna be a lot like season one. Who are we kidding? Same guests. Um, I'm Brandon. D- different day that the show will be out though. The show will probably be out. I don't know how much editing you plan on doing. What time? Well, what time you got to leave on? Uh, or what time you got to leave Fridays? Uh, I'm gonna ignore that, and I'm just gonna say very little. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a little editing that needs to be done. So I, I would say expect these Fridays. Don't. Don't don't tell people when to expect things. How dare you? Uh, what is that Nancy Pelosi line? Don't classify. Uh, don't uh, characterize the strength I bring. Yeah, don't care. Don't. Yeah, that. So, is that it? It's close. Oh, that was it. And then she and then she wore sunglasses. She rules. She does. Uh, and that's Mike. I've been trying Good morning. to do that for two minutes. Sunday now. morning. That's, that's Michael. That's Michael. Good morning. Sunday morning. Um, since we left you, uh, last, the world continued to fall apart. Um, we are no longer roommates. I, uh, we broke up as it were. 
Uh, Effectively, yes. I live in New Jersey. Mike now lives in Brooklyn. We've decided that this is probably going to make the show better, though. Because probably, because now we don't see each other nearly as much, and um, we actually have have much more to say to each other, and uh, it doesn't feel it, it feels more natural this way for sure. There were certainly many we don't, episodes we where don't, I sat down next to you, and I would just like looked at you with thinly veiled contempt. There were there were had there were nothing to say. A lot of episodes where we basically did a great episode in the living room and then we and then we sat down to record it and then we had nothing left to say because we've just been talking for two hours <laughs> yeah this is uh, uh it's like um like opie and anthony used to be i'm bringing up all the showbiz things about t- pulling back the curtain on all this but opie and anthony would do um they would do the uh i think from like six to nine on on cbs stations um, the actual terrestrial radio, and then they would do the walkover, and then walk to uh, to Sirius uh, or to XM, whichever, um, and then just do another three hours. And there's no way that this six hours of radio every morning was even close to good. There's just more. Talent. What do you have? What do you really have for hour five? Uh, well. Now that I'm back in New Jersey and I have like regular, uh, not that I didn't have access to a radio that's pretty pretty low, uh, low barrier of entry having access, but I just never listened to it. Radio, uh, most people, I don't, you know, I don't want to. Uh, most people can get their hands. Mo- on most people can radio. get their hands on a radio. Um, radio sucks. Nobody has anything to say. We were actually trying out a bit last uh, in our dry run last week where we listened to uh, just random talk radio shows we were just gonna randomly tune in i think uh we're gonna run into way too many national broadcasts to actually do it especially this time of night there's not that many that are happening yeah. um but uh we it's now uh, as we're recording this 15th october so we uh doing a uh a sports jocktober uh not especially uh we, we don't have the time we don't have the time i uh i think the moment where i got most mad I don't know if that's what I would put it most disappointed in Philly sports radio was uh, before I was even officially back in New Jersey I was I remember just sitting at a Wawa and the Phillies had won seven in a row I think and they were it's not like radio guests were calling in and volunteering this point the radio hosts were saying is this Phillies offense better than the World Series 2008 Phillies offense no, they won the World Series. Like, why? You got it. We guys won if, seven in a row. If people stop calling in, we're dead. We have to. We have to upset them. If nothing else, we have to at least upset them. And you know, nine out of ten of the people were calling in and going just like, no, no. Like, I mean, you can go position by position, and maybe they're kind of close on their best day, but they won the World Series. Like it doesn't matter if they're better or worse than this. It's team also right now. this team's not going to win the World Series. You can't call in and say, um, "Well, you know, time will tell." <laughs> we're we're just going to have to take. It's the the answer that players get yelled at for saying, "Just like we're just going to take this one day at a time." And uh, you know, uh, look, it, it's it's great to be uh, the. It's a flattering comparison, but right now we're just focused on the next game. Uh, you know, we got the we got the Nationals tomorrow. And uh, you know, we're, and that's that's where our focus is. Uh, we're not really going to get caught up in comparisons. And, then and I think I I think trying to, calling in and trying to stay on air 
and just speaking <laughs> in in like I think that would I think that'd be a good bit. I think I I honestly think uh, Chris James not even a show. I think his bit that he does is the easiest one to get past the goalie where you go, where you call in and you go like, yeah. And you know what? I was reading this, uh, this magazine the other day and they brought your name up in it. And I was like, wow, I listen to that guy all the time on the radio. I can't believe that you were in this magazine and you just keep uh, trying to agitate them into saying like, well, what, what magazine is it? You say something along the lines of dipshit magazine <laughs> because none of these people can help themselves. They have to ask. That's they have to know. A, such They're- a good fucking bit. There, I, I, I genuinely, I, I don't listen to much radio now, but I absolutely loved radio for a long time. We've, I think we've, we've talked about um, how I'd listen to all the YSP shows um, when they switched to exclusively hot talk. Yeah. And like hot all, ass. all of the, the mutants that work in radio, I, they, I, I love them all. I don't, they're all bad people and they all deserve pain, but they are such freaks in the way that like, um, uh, Brian Quimby from, from street fight is talked about how they, how they, they all treat comedy as a strong man contest. <laughs> and like they're, everyone is just there to try to hurt other people. Like there's no, there, there's very few jokes. It's mostly just trying to upset another person as bad as you can. And then eventually you do get fired for being racist because you had to, you had to go there. You had to, you had to, if, if you didn't get fired for being racist at one point, like as a, as a, a, a called a shock jock, you probably weren't doing your job. When I worked overnights at uh, WIP, uh, for Big Daddy Graham, I would dovetail into the morning show. Um, and they would always tell me that I could like stay for a bit and just like check out what the morning show was doing. Angelo Cataldi. But I was like 6am. I'd been there since one in the morning. Like I, I rarely gave a shit, but like once or twice I did. And I remember once, I don't even remember what happened. This was probably like seven years ago, something like that. Is this before they uh, switched to being on FM? Uh, was this when they were still just an? No, they station? were on. This was in the beginning of their FM journey. Okay, so yeah, big listenership there. Um, I mean, big before, but certainly I, once they go I on to FM. Something happened with the Eagles. I don't remember what it was, but like all the morning guys came in early to like record some like weird like Jerky Boys skit that they were all very very. Oh, I'm sorry. Very very pleased with. And he's throwing up into the microphone. I burped. I'm drinking a claw, he's, baby. He's sick. He's very sick. I have got COVID-19. Damn. Um, yeah, and they were all just, like, so excited about the skit. And they were just, like, I remember the guy I was interning for was, like, this is how radio is made right here. Like, watch this. And I just, like, remember watching it. Like, this fucking sucks. Like, this yeah, just, like, funny. hey, kid, you want to see something incredible? What? And you go in, and you go in, and someone just goes, "Yeah, well, Carson Wentz," and just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I still think it was the Donovan McNabb era. It was like right at the, when I was like a senior in college. It was probably like 2011, 2012. Uh, now uh, this is this is this is a bad place to say it, considering what the show is. But um, I I think I think sports are very inherently funny. Uh, I think a lot of very funny things happen in sports. I don't think sports comedy is something that can ever be 
successful. Most. You can talk like I, I've like I can't think of one sports comedy that was funny. Like I, I uh, no, I agree. With that. You can you can have like uh, I mean I run uh, a second captain's clip account where I post stuff that I think is funny from that show, but like none of this is scripted comedy. It's just observations. It's just jokes right. that are being made in the moment. It also attracts a very self serious type of person to commentate on it. Like Stephen A. Smith is not trying to be funny. Jason Whitlock is not trying to be funny. Well, let's not compare those two. Not trying to be funny. Like these people are trying to be funny, but they're funny. I will no mm, no. Uh, I will go to bat for Stephen A. I I genuinely like Stephen A. I think he is really smart and insightful, and he is going to be president. I think Stephen A. He imagine him debating Donald Trump. He is, I think, in the wrestling way, like a carny at heart. Like I think, like uh, Stephen A. is is certainly a showman, um, but uh, which I think is fantastic. Um, but like, if you listen to the content of what he's actually saying, it's usually pretty good. Uh, he's not. When it comes, to, I don't think no. He's when it comes to, and but by the way, and Whitlock are <laughs> Whitlock's a disaster. Whitlock's and a and so Skip, is, uh, what's his name? Cowherd, the hat I, as well. Uh, and so is all of the ESPN morning guys. Yeah, I I've been uh, again since I uh, have cable in in my bedroom now. Uh, uh, after years of of not, uh, I will just turn on Get Up as soon as I wake up and just go insane about how much I hate Mike Greenberg. There's just there's nothing there. Six and a half million dollars a year, yes, Chan pays him. There's nothing there. He's so smug and charmless, and I can't believe that he's like one of the faces of the network. I just I don't get it even for a second. What like what the appeal of Mike Greenberg is? There's anyone is replacement level host who, i think that he got like he tagged himself on the right like he he hitched his wagon together him and golik were like an icon and then before he had to go off on his own he negotiated an individual contract which like espn doesn't really need to get out of like it's espn they're doing fine but yeah, like yeah. he got his individual contract or he was going to quit. And they're just like, no, he can't quit. He's so good. Oh my God. Imagine like, on- what, what would we do if we lost Mike Greenberg? And now he's on his own. We and could, like, we could hire no any- anybody listens to this and goes like, yeah, this is fine. This is good. This we is could hire almost good. anyone that majored in broadcast journalism right. in the last 20 years. But, uh, uh but no, we, Whitlock. Didn't uh, he have some sort of scandal as well? Was that him in college? No, I'm thinking of somebody else. No, him. you're, uh, who's the guy from Fox who stole the laptops? Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, oh, a credit card or something. Uh, Doug Gottlieb. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, Whitlock is there to stir people up. Well, that's why he uh, works for Clay Travis now. It's because he's there to get clicks and there to try to upset people and be and be a facts don't care about your feelings guy. Maybe that's um, something we do. Maybe we can just compile a list of these people and listen to like their top clip on YouTube every episode. We just compile a list of these people and just listen to the show for five minutes. Potentially, I don't. Uh, I, I think. We'll I I think once you start looking through these clips, you're going to be disappointed. I think you're just going to. It's it's not going to be funny. It's just going to. It's just going to be bad. Yeah, you know, what like you're looking for is 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 like. Colin Cowherd saying John Wall's a bad leader because he didn't have a father, but he only says that once a decade. Yeah, uh, you 
like the Skip Bayless thing from the other day is I'm still so mad about. What are you saying? When he, uh, oh, he when, was talking about Dak. How he was like, when, a- yeah, when Dak's Dak's brother committed suicide a few months ago, and Dak said that he's still struggling with this, you know, and that maybe and and at times it's been hard to be all there, you know, both heart and mind. And Skip said, "You are the CEO, effectively." But by the way, another comparison I do not like. Okay. By the way, because if you could be a CEO of a company or you could be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, which would you prefer? Yeah, come on. Again, uh, one probably comes with a bit more stress than the other. Being the quarterback of the Cowboys is uh, is is I think um, one of the hardest jobs in the country. Right, and he was not getting. Paid favorably, right? Oh, I and think he was on. Was he on a franchise tag this year? So he was actually yeah, making good yeah. money this year. But he, I mean, like, like him just saying, just like you're the you're the CEO of this of this franchise. Like you need to like put on a brave, basically saying you need to put on a brave face and like just get on with it because like a, because fifty two other guys. How, how big is a game day roster? Yeah, now? it sounded right. Fifty three. I don't know. Fifty two. So 55, calls, 55, 55, 55, 50, 54 other guys are looking at you. Well, he's one of them. No, you did great. Hey, okay. I was just smiling, bud. I'm just having I a can, time. I'm glad I, we're back. It just I can, back. You know, I'm I can, smiling. I can count when called upon. I can count. <laughs> so yeah, that it, it's just in, indicative of just the, the, Everything around this league is just so fucking gross all the time. I no, your uh, tweet. I think it was a tweet or it was an Instagram post or something. I think oh, about yeah, yeah. I about the Dak put up with all that, and then he got his foot turned 180 degrees at a super spreader event. And for what? <laughs> like, what were the were the Cowboys one in four when this happened? Right. Something uh, people like seem that. to think that this is like they said it's a six month recovery time. I mean, generally speaking, if you want to, uh, generally speaking, if you want to compound fracture yourself or tear an ACL, do it in training camp of the first five weeks. Now's the time. Like, uh, and yeah, like, uh, you can come back from this. Um, I mean, look, they're gonna just franchise tag him again. Look at look at all the baseball players who uh, had Tommy John this year. Like there's, there was never a better time. Noah right. Syndergaard, Noah Syndergaard couldn't have picked a better time to get Tommy John. Also, as I can say, matter. Uh, it completely demonstrates, and you don't expect a first baseman to need Tommy John, but like also kind of another demonstration of the Philadelphia Phillies ineptitude besides that bullpen, uh, Reese Hoskins getting Tommy John after the season was over. <laughs> Come on, dude. Massive we didn't waste. even make the playoffs. Uh, but I'm going to need Tommy John at some point. Um, I've, I've gotten into, I, I think I've talked about my, my terrible habit, which is I put my arm behind my back and like basically press my wrist against like my tailbone and I push forward uh, to crack my elbow. And I, and as I've said, I, I, I'd be better off smoking, but now what I can do is like just sort of, just sort of flex and I can crack my elbow and like, that's no good that I shouldn't be able to do that. Okay. So, uh, very similarly in like a kind of, I guess this would be like carpal tunnel sort of thing. Uh, okay. we got your classic hand here. I'm holding up my hand to the camera. Oh, Mike and I are on zoom so we can still see each other. That's right. All right. I'm, I'm looking uh, right at Brennan's thumb. I'm quite adept at uh, cracking my knuckles. I can crack every joint of every finger, okay? So that's one, two, three joints on each hand, all right? And when I get to my thumb, I can't crack the top joint of my thumb, but it can crack here, like right on the inside of my thumb. 
And then I can crack one further down right above the wrist. Ooh. Down there. But now both bones on both sides are tender all the time. So I have I have fucked myself up in some very serious way. It's too it it's humans weren't we were supposed to Oh, oh my god, something I just watched your entire body rebel against whatever you were about to say. Something just changed. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, every, everything CBG. just got way something Do you flipped see? on the record. This is me transformed. Do you see? Uh, no, everything just got much, much louder for reasons that I don't, I don't 100% understand. So I've turned my headphones down slightly more, and now everything's fine. But it was, oh, that was bad. Uh, in any case, um, no, uh, knowing that you can just constantly crack any joints is, is too much temptation to not just destroy your joints. I've destroyed my joints. Human, most humans throughout time, until the last, last couple hundred years, you know, uh, didn't live too much longer than this. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, I would have fallen out of some sort of tree hunting by now. Yeah, so I saw a tweet the some other day. Some sort that, of tree. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day, just like people in 1000 BC were just like, I lived a pretty good life. I thrice ate a berry and once a pear. <laughs> uh, so what did you, uh, you get up to during the pandemic? Anything you want to share with our uh, uh, esteemed listeners? You know, I've been... Um, uh, I've been been working out. Uh, I, I I've not used the pandemic as an excuse to uh, uh, to put weight on. I have. I'm uh, I lost almost 15 pounds and then oh, sort of plateaued. Um, but I I do uh, I've been doing a good amount of uh, actual uh, you know sort of kitchen floor strength training. Um, <laughs> That's what they call it. Been trying to run twice a week. Been trying. Been getting into yoga. Um, all of this is angling towards. Where do you uh, do yoga, or hey, through what vehicle do you do yoga? I use a uh, down dog uh, through yeah. the. Uh, yeah, um, apparently I, I found it through Nick Mullen's Instagram story. That's funny. I think someone recommended it to him. The and Niners so, uh, quarterback. Yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> uh, and um, otherwise, uh, I've been, been doing, uh, some soccer writing, which some of you may have seen on, uh, all on Tumblr. I tried to start a, um, a website and, um, I, I used, uh, I forget which, what Google services are. Um, sure. but, uh, whatever you, you can, uh, basically you can just pay for the domain, uh, through Google and then, uh, make a website from there and like you have the option to use things like wordpress whatever um but i just decided to use the free one and then i found it to be uh ridiculously restrictive and now my domain i can't figure out how to like upgrade and now it's just sort of and now i just sort of have a landing page so i've just been uh writing on medium and now my uh and and i don't know how to uh free if anybody has done a similar thing uh, reach out and let me know how I can upgrade to the the better website. Um, I went through. But I only lost twelve dollars in the end, if if that's true. But it is the name I want to use. Of, uh, phases and, and fads and uh, passing fancies during the pandemic. Uh, I started thinking I was going to do woodworking, and then I decided it was going to be uh, honestly uh, space consuming in our uh, four person apartment. So I didn't actually follow through with any of it. Uh, I've gotten much better at cooking. Uh, I'm in a million group chats now. And uh, <laughs> and in one group chat, 
and I wanted to play a couple of them for you. I talked to you about these last week in our dry run. Um, for whatever reason, I said something eight weeks ago, and I posted the clip of the guy from Requiem for a Dream going, ass to ass. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. Have you seen that movie? Never seen the movie, but I am familiar with the quote. And that has uh, transformed the entire group chat into people uh, making uh, song parodies where you insert ass to ass in very uh, key moments. And uh, I'm going to screen share with you and uh, I'm going to play a few because for whatever reason, like today, I came on here and the first thing I did was uh, complain to you about work and I was like super pissed off. And for whatever reason, just playing a few of these that I recorded myself, like I know what they are. It put me in such a better mood. Uh, I see ba- backcountry in there is uh, it, um, it is encouraging. It? Uh, yeah, actually, give me one second. I'm going to I'm going to use the toilet. Sure, and I just realized I can uh, pause this, so I'm going to pause. All right, our pause is over. Uh, yeah, so ask the ass parodies. Very funny to say out loud. It is. Uh, you want to hear backcountry? I'm interested in backcountry. All right, let's see what's the easiest way to play this. I'm always confused because I don't use iTunes, so whenever I want to play like a MP3, it really bothers me. It might be loud. Gets rid of the pain of ass to ass. Uh, I'm going to run through a couple that I, I think, are you know, cool. it's, it's funny that, that, that quote came up the other day when I, I posted a picture of, uh, the gigantic thing of Baja blast that I had and, uh, next to a bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's good uh, enough. And then, uh, I, I remember I, Matt said something to me about it and, and I, and I responded with that quote is <laughs> who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. <laughs> Uh, this is this is Jets. Are you gonna be my girl? I don't really remember it. Are we gonna ask to ask? Okay. <laughs> oh dear. I find them to be very pure and sneezing uh, over here. <laughs> it, oh uh, boy. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play two more for you. Well, you know, I, I gotta say, um, they're they're all they're a bit forced. Oh yeah, I'm always drunk when I record these. I think uh, if if you remember um, when when Brian and I would just watch the shining uh, relentlessly. And then we we're just trying to work the word piss into shining quotes. Yes. Also- and, and then, and like the laziest one was when Wendy is on the radio and like, <laughs> it was like KDK one calling KDK piss. And just, and I said that and he just went like, come on. <laughs> it's like, there's no, there's no joke there. Like there's like, you can't, you can't get away with that. Like it's not good enough. I think I think this one is my favorite one. This is Annie Ardeed's 
uh, Rockstar. Oh. Uh, created October 11th, 2.23 a.m. Yeah. Uh, ass to ass on a cop car is uh, is very funny to me. Uh, I think that's good. All right. And, and this is the last one because, you know, this is our brand. This is Puddle of Mud's control. And this is easy. This writes itself. It's just about execution. I love the way you ask her ass. I love the dirty things you do. It's just about execution. It doesn't evolve. This is it. Which is a shame. This song in itself is a joke. Well, you know, the, uh, again, there is also, a, it's not the first time you've uh, been recorded singing that song. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm trying to find the original. Can't well, no, the, the, isn't the other, oh, no, that's right. That was, uh, well, I was thinking of, uh, what song did I like air drum down Manhattan Avenue? Uh, that was uh, Wasting My Time by Default. Yeah, just big um, headbang movements and. That was that's that's good. It, it's it, it's a good video, but uh, just playing the audio is uh, is a bit useless because um, uh, it's just you listening to default. But here we go. <laughs> it sounds like shit on my end, but. Uh... Oh, well, probably. I mean, you just heard me sing "Control" a second ago. Yeah. So. Also, there's a liter of Jameson in front of you while this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> what a band, Puddle of Mud. This long December. <laughs> that's the last one i promise it's uh, all right yeah you know it's it's not it's not great <laughs> i i don't doubt that they're fun i just oh, but they're I not the time in my life they're they're like, not I, they're not I've never very done it so oh my god we keep doing the zoom thing where we both wait for each other to talk and we're like ah, he's not talking uh, <laughs> uh, did you watch uh, the segment yeah, did you watch the Thirty Rock Zoom episode? The the the, the, the yes. Not not I very good. Not very good, unfortunately. I watched the Parks and Rec one because I hate Oof. myself. Oh boy. I don't like Parks and Rec. I'll argue it with anybody. No, it's not. I don't know. But again, Diane Feinstein on Leslie Nope's Wall of Inspirational Women. But um, yeah, and uh, John McCain. Uh, no, the the Thirty Rock one. Um, it's too many celebs in it. Like I don't want to have to laugh along with Khloe Kardashian. Like everyone oh, doesn't. Have I to didn't be, see it. If she was everyone that, doesn't have to be in on the joke. Um, there, it, there's, there's too much, uh, too far, too many celebs. 
that it waters the whole thing down. And it was really just a commercial for Peacock, which again, like would be a funny 30 rock concept. Um, you know, because that's something that would happen on the show, except when it's done in earnest, it does take a light away a little bit of the, the fun of it. It's not, you know, it's not TGS having to, to promote the fun cooker. Right. It's that they're actually telling you about how like um, excitement happens here on Peacock. Um, I did enjoy um, uh, uh, Liz being asked to finish Tracy's sentences and say that uh, uh, his wife left him and then said, uh, if found, please return to the bitch museum. Hmm. That's the only thing I remember. And if that was the whole episode, I would have loved it. But apart from that, uh, Three out of five. Uh, three out of three out of ten. Not out of five. I uh, I've been watching Shit's Creek, which I find uh, not hilarious, but I like it a lot. People um, never shut up about that show. I've never seen a second not, of it. It's not as funny as like I'm just just gonna just ring off some sitcoms here, and uh, maybe you can like zero it in for me. Um, the Office, not as funny as The Office. Mm. It's not as funny as Peep Show. It's not as funny as uh, Arrested Development. It's not as funny as Seinfeld, but it's funnier so than like Parks and Rec. It's funny. So we're gonna call this like a. B, this is a solid B plus. Solid show. B plus, and it's very. That's pleasant. not bad. It's not. It's not bad at all. It's um, I find uh, it. What since Fred Willard died, I think uh, Eugene Levy. I I'm happy with him taking up the Fred Willard. Like everything he touches is gold mantle. Uh, I mean, Eugene Levy is an absolute treasure. Well, they're they're both part of the you know Christopher right, Guest yeah. universe. And so um, is uh, Catherine O'Hara, who's the mother in that show. But she is she's so really good, good all she's the time. So funny, she's the, like uh, almost too funny for the show. Her character is like so over the top that it's almost like too much because she's just she is this this like almost Lucille Bluth esque. Uh, like if Lucille Bluth were like a stage actor, just totally up her own ass. She, uh, she's so good in, in absolutely everything and um, is one of my favorite small, like, uh, one-off characters in Curb, where I think she's, like, uh, Larry's, like, kooky cousin. And she's just screaming at Larry and screaming at Larry and Jeff that, like, that, you know, you know, like, just trying to. Yeah, that, that was after Larry uh, or Jeff slept with her. Yeah, just to, <laughs> insisting that they remember who she's talking about <laughs> and, and just losing it. Uh, yeah, that that was fantastic. Um, in any case, um, she's very good. But I've not watched any of Shit's Creek. I hear good things. It's worth watching. Um, to me, I think it got the uh, it got uh, it's it's done spec. right. But but yeah, but it got it got the got the Return of the King treatment where yeah. they waited until the end and then gave it everything. Right. Yeah. Um, but that this new season is what won everything. It's still gonna have another uh, award season year. Oh, okay. Well, I believe I could be wrong about that. Um, Eugene Levy's a treasure. Catherine O'Hara's uh, magnificent. Dan Levy was like the creator. Eugene Levy's son. He's the creator. He's pretty funny. His character is kind of just like an effete, like kind of uh, just like very metropolitan. Uh, I mean, his sexuality doesn't matter, but he plays it as very like very effete and effeminate, like uh, New York metropolitan style. To me, I think the funniest character is the youngest do- is the youngest sister. She just plays this like brand of very ditzy like new york socialite and she just fucking nails it it's so funny to me like the way she like acts when she's cornered is very well done for me 
Um, let's stop talking about this, though. Let's get into our new bit. Well, I for, I've already forgotten what our new bit is. We are going to watch. I was hoping I would just say that and you would remember. Uh, okay. Well, I know that now because we did talk about it like 45 minutes ago. Yes. There we go. You're here. Um, we've decided, well, originally this was going to start as us watching two minutes of a movie every week, a bit that I stole from Jack Allison of, uh, Jack AM. We've decided instead of watching two minutes or a minute of the time of the Muddy Ducks to watch, uh, all of Gridiron Heights, Bleacher Report's, uh, NFL show. I have so many bad things to say about Bleacher Report and their style and business model and everything about them. And I understand that like, this is, if I could do anything, this is what I would like to do for money. And maybe he said it here and, and maybe taking one of the biggest sports media companies and then saying into a microphone that the whole thing needs to be burned to the ground. Isn't, the greatest decision but the likelihood of me ever being paid for this is slim to none and what i will say is nothing upsets me more than the bleacher report photoshops they drive me absolutely insane i am very familiar with bleacher report what photoshops are you what what pops they, in your head they do you photoshops or like the, like these cartoons Hang what on. pops in your head which photoshop pops in your head when you think about it sorry that? Sorry, my, 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 Jesus, again, my, I think, uh, this, uh, connector that we have, uh, because I, I have a eighth in, in, oh boy. Oh boy. No inside baseball here, Mike. I'm not editing this. You sound fine on my end. So I know. Oh, all right. Fine. You can hear me now. Well, I can't hear myself, but <laughs> well, some would argue that's good. The headphones have an eighth inch jack and it's into a quarter inch like converter to be plugged into the board. It's I'm going to be quick about it. And it's just, it's not very good. So I have to adjust. There we go. I'm back. I'm right, working, that was it doesn't matter. Point is, um, if if you, especially the soccer ones, if you go look at, let's let's pull it up right now. Let me tell you what what I got. What what garbage I have to look at. Okay, while you're doing that, one of the things that pissed me off the most when we were first starting this is when I. Uh, was trying to I would try and find the worst like Bleacher Report discussions in the comments and it really made me mad that Bleacher Report made you like register a profile and like have a username and then you could like comment and stuff but it would never save your comments and you could never search anybody else's comments so it was effectively anonymous so these people would just get in here and just just slur so hard and there was just never any way to hold them accountable. <laughs> Slur so hard. It's a long okay. December. All right. Okay. So here's the most recent thing that they have. Seven years ago today, Mexico were 95 seconds away from missing the World Cup. Graham Zuzzi scored a goal for the USM USMNT and became a saint in the eyes of a bitter rival. But, like, look at this art, dude. I'm on screen share, so hold on. Let me get off that so I can see it. Okay. Oh, they're like cartoon style. That's, that is shit. Is that the it just, Twitter account? It's, it's ugly as hell. And um, by the way, and I know what they're talking about. This was very funny. I remember the Mexican commentary just going, USA, we, we love you forever and ever. <laughs> because the that goal managed to get Mexico in, but 
God, everything just fucking shit, dude. Okay. They here is oh I'm sorry, you weren't done. I apologize. Here's a picture of Romelu Lukaku with a bunch of balls. And it also says Rock the Vote XBR football for some reason. Romelu Lukaku, as, as, as far as I'm aware, uh, has that pisses you off less, that Photoshop? They, you just find it needless. I'm trying to find a, a particularly bad example. The, usually, the transfer window has closed, so it's no longer like... Um, oh, uh, Timo Werner uh, scored a hat trick for RB Leipzig, and there was a... Um, there was a drawing of Jurgen Klopp, like sitting with like his hands behind his head like this. It, it wasn't, it, it, you could tell it was Klopp. It was a Liverpool hat, you know, and it, you could tell he had glasses and a beard and sitting in like a control room with like 10 different monitors, like all with Timo Werner on there. And like, and Timo Werner, by the way, didn't go to Liverpool, ended up a Chelsea player, but it was all shit like that, that like that everything exists just to fuel transfer speculation and transfer stories. And that, I mean, I mean, it is ultimately a drive clicks website. Like the amount of push notifications I get about the 76ers, like trade prospects and just like, they know that I want out of this garbage roster and they're going to keep sending me this shit and keep sending me photoshops of Joel Embiid and like, yeah, it is just pushing clicks, which, um, I fucking hate. On any, like, that's all of our media right now. Um, well, our original premise for the show, at least mine, was uh, social media is rotten poison and we're using sports as a lens to shine a light. Like, just our little neck of the woods, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it needs to be raised to the ground and uh, reformed or deleted. And uh, you know what? In the six months that we've been off the air, uh, just more and more correct. Yeah, and and I, I feel like I'm not doing a great job, especially in not being able to highlight any specific thing about Bleacher Report. Well, just do it um, next time. Well, no, but I, I just uh, I, look. I, I can I can sum it up in five words. Not funny. Looks like shit. Yeah. Okay. Consistently, consistently, over and over again. Not funny. Looks like shit. Right. And that's and that is the the, the main problem. <laughs> it's there's no. It, it, it's not like more insidious than that. There, there's nothing about it. Like all the driving clicks, whatever, uh, nothing like that. It just sucks. It just sucks so bad. <laughs> just on a very surface level is terrible. Uh, you're going to get weeks and weeks to build your game. And by the way, th- they do a soccer version of what we're about to watch as well. And I can tell you that I have seen maybe 30 seconds of it and I nearly fucking died. Well, they only have three seasons of Gridiron Heights. So, that is a shame. You know, we can get to all of these. They have Game of Zones. They have the soccer one. We'll probably do the soccer one last because, honestly, like, I'm not going to know that much about soccer. Oh, I would like to report to the uh, the Dismal Tide faithful, though, that I, I now officially have a soccer team that I root for. Uh, I, I'm an Atletico Madrid fan. Uh, I was Congratulations. Uh, whittled down this uh, by uh, my friend Richie and by Mike. And... Uh, you know, I feel fine uh, most of the time. It's okay. They're a good team to get behind. It's a great manager. It's a, a club culture of truly psychotic shit. 
that I wholeheartedly endorse. Um, all they do is talk about like crying and balls and uh, and, and passion. And uh, I think and and I I don't I don't understand the sort of Spanish or Latin fixation with balls constantly, but um, that's what they like. And who am I to say that that's uh, you know our puritanical American upbringing? Uh, means that I, I'm uncomfortable talking about uh, my nuts relentlessly. <laughs> oh, and, oh, balls and, like that. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, I mean, like I, I say, I'm an Atletico Madrid fan. You certainly know more about them than I do. Uh, well, yeah, and and you have uh, our Arsenal's own Lucas Torreira has now been loaned out uh, to Atletico Madrid, and as I said, you know, fine player, seems like a nice enough guy, but when it. <sighs> Push Hold on, wait. Come. Let's not get into this. Let's do. Let's do the great iron. Heights. I just want to say he's a, he looks like a, he's a nasty little gremlin of a man. He just, he looks like an absolute freak. He's just really unsettling to look at, and um, and it's okay that he's gone. He didn't fit our t- what Mikel Arteta really wants to do. Here we go. Okay. Oh, so this episode is- I know who that is. That's Ezekiel Elliott. You can tell because he's wearing a button-down shirt that's cut into a crop top. Already, okay. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. So this is October 11th, 2018. Um, yeah, join us, won't you? There we go. Let's see it. Ezekiel Elliott, welcome to Gridiron Heights. God, I can't wait to suspend you. That's Roger Goodell. Let me introduce you to some of your neighbors. Hey, Gronkowski, stop eating that keg of beer, you animal. This is Bobby. This is Odell Beckham. Funny, I'm laughing. Oof. So Gronk was just eating a, a keg of beer, um, and he said... What is... Why does Zeke need to be introduced to Odell Beckham? He knows who Odell Beckham is. And none of them are his teammates. Or is the joke that they're all going to the same high school? I guess that's it. HBO Go, man. I'm trying to catch up on girls. And you know Tony Romo. I hate my bones. Let's go to the games. Hold up. We're coming too. Not today, fellas. That's Tom Brady and Le'Veon Bell. Okay. I feel like I should keep this at one volume so we're going to adjust it later. Come on, nobody sits better than me. Garoppolo wouldn't fall. Son of a... Whoa, that was the whole episode? That was it? Tom Brady wouldn't drink a beer. Um, No, he chugged a beer on Jimmy Kimmel. So he looked like less of an animal back then. You remember that? Oh, no, I do not. He, uh, that was, that was probably around the same time he was on Kimmel. And they were like, I don't remember, but they were talking about his diet. And then for whatever reason, Kimmel was like, can you chug a beer? Do you drink beer? He's like, yeah, I'll drink one right now. I'll do it. And he chugged a beer. Do you want to watch that clip? Uh, yes, actually. Tom Brady chugs. There we go. <laughs> I also see the, 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 the searches. Oh, hold on. Sorry, the searches. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. The searches related to the show. I saw Tom Brady Old Town Road parody. <laughs> That's that's uh, that, oh. that's that's some that's some classic Dismal Tide content. That's that's really some of the best shit we ever did. All right, here we go. This is uh, it was Colbert. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this is the minute twelve clip from Brady Colbert, uh, Chug Beer. Well, here in Broncos, I'm actually going to give it the old pause and just try and find the actual clip. Uh, yeah, considering this is just recycled by some local news in Denver. Barely. Damn. You don't take beer. Rarely. Yeah. 
pretty good beer chugger back in the day. You're a good beer chugger? Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to chug a beer? Do you want to do this again? This is are we competing kids. or are we just are we chugging? Is I don't know if you're a competitive guy. Let's try. Okay, let's try. Yeah. How many times? Okay. How do we try this? Okay, so we're gonna click and go. All right. All right. Okay. Can we spill? Can we spill? Can we spill? All right. Fair play. He zero hesitation, straight down. Yeah, he took that whole beer in one mouth. I mean, yeah, he's he's a big guy. He's well, he's six five, right? You know, he's like Something he's got like a big now. big mouth, presumably. So fair play to Tom Brady. He chugged the beer he, with no trouble whatsoever. Uh what he did to himself as like repayment for that over the next like couple days, who knows? Uh, probably something no good. But um, his I. The one part of the Tom Brady like mythos I do completely buy into is he takes care of himself better than anyone else. There's no reason he should oh, still be playing. Uh, absolutely. And he's, he's probably on some whatever cutting edge no, steroids well, we can't test for. Well, yeah, because the NFL doesn't well, cause the NFL doesn't really give a shit. Yeah, like, and if it's a your cheating like, your cheating has to be so blatant. Yeah, that, listen, if like if like TJ Watt is on steroids and he's just fucking crushing people, like they might have to step in on that. But if Tom Brady is using it to keep his Hall of Fame career alive longer and push numbers, like, yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you want. The, the NFL players come back from injuries like nobody else. Wait, when when a soccer Gibson. I think about him coming back and then rushing for 2,000 yards. When when soccer players get bad injuries, it's it's like a year and a half before they get back to normal. Like uh, w- there's plenty uh, throughout Arsenal's history, there's been plenty of compound fractures, um, and you know b- bones sticking through socks, and it takes those guys forever to get back to the way that they were. And in the NFL, it's like six months, and you're better than you were. Well, they're just built different. Uh, these foot fairies. Um and such and uh what have you maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh do you want to watch another episode of gridiron heights i'll really? watch another gridiron heights not I very want... satisfying to me that it was only like a fucking like that was it um to to bring up a thing that jack allison again a comedian i like but i don't really watch all the time but if i steal a bit from him i'm gonna give him credit um he calls this this version of comedy, uh, I seen that comedy, where it's not really a uh, joke. It's just like, you remember that thing we we both saw and we both remember? I seen that. I remember yes. that. I seen that. This is all Gridiron Heights is. All right, so this is episode two, which is, uh, oh boy. Wait, what? Okay. I thought the last one was from 2018. It must have just been updated then. This is September 20th, 2016. All right. Thank you all for coming to auditions for the next starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and remember the health benefits are awful, so just, hey, break a leg, everyone. Hi, I'm Tim Tebow. Jesus Christ. What about him? That's my dude. What'd you say your name was again? My name is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I know it's you, Tom. I hate your guts, Roger Goodell. You know it's all about getting another one for the lane. Oh, Brian Brown's in the house. Hold up. This ain't rehearsal for Space Jam 2. Ah, screw it. Tell him to Baltimore again. Oh, so this is just a theme song. And it takes up like half of their minute. Man. Yeah, 
That's Calvin Johnson. Should be here any minute, Calvin. Hey, I read a rumor. Beast Mode's leaving the retirement home? Yeah, he's leaving, but just to go get Skittles. Hey, hey, Papa, no! Ooh, awkward. This sucks. There's a million and a half views on this. I mean, ugh, okay. Oh, boy. Using awkward as a punchline. They should just laugh track this. Like, seriously, what's holding them back? It would help. Anyway, um, yeah. uh, That's enough for this week. That's enough for this week. We'll get to episode three and four, perhaps, next week. Um, What's the episode, then? That's the episode. Um, I'm happy to be back. I feel excited to be back. Um, I will take the onus on my shoulders for uh, the six-month break. I was fucking depressed as shit. I didn't care about anything during the pandemic. I didn't Which, work for six months. It was really uh, hard to get motivation. Fair enough. I, I think uh, uh, plenty of people would have felt the same way. Hard to, uh, especially when uh, when there were like refrigerated trucks outside all the hospitals in New York for all those months. Right. Uh, didn't didn't feel like having fun. Um. Yeah, and I also just like getting back into the grind of like working and having like expectations of me every day just about kind of helps just get everything going yeah um yeah i wasn't like horribly depressed i don't my my melancholy just tends to be like oh man this sucks like i don't get like really depressed Um, yeah but i just like really don't feel like doing stuff and honestly i I just smoked a ton of weed for most of the pandemic like unhealthy amounts of weed i haven't smoked weed in a week by the way hey look at that look at that big progress i guess well in any case. Thank you for being excited for me. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, proud that's it you. this week. I'm glad to be back. Mike's glad to be back. Season um, two. Yeah, we'll get some guests on at some point. No promises. It's mostly going to be me and Mike. For the most part. but we don't like to anybody... ask things of people, frankly. No, people too put upon. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like to ask people stuff. No. Well. Have a good week. Let's see, uh, we'll see you next week. It's happening happening. Bye.
Oh! 